Always glad to be with you, Tim. Uh, and we'll circle back to all of that in a quick moment. I want to find out where Congress is at this moment. Uh, a deadline, you got to get a bill passed to fund the government, keep it open and operating. And beyond that, the, the matter of coronavirus relief legislation, all kind of possibilities out there, all kind of talks about compromises. Where does all of this stand? Yeah, Tim, great question. Uh, to be honest with you, we don't know. Uh, there's talk that they're going to combine the stimulus package with the funding package. That would be a total uh, one bill in ballpark of $3 trillion spending. And the horrible part of it to me is we, we haven't even seen the bill. This is so out of line of regular order. Uh, this is a, a yet another bill that's been done behind closed doors. Uh, the members of Congress have had nothing to do with it. We will not have an opportunity to debate, to add amendments, uh, and here it's going to be potentially the largest or one of the largest spending bills in the history of our country. We don't even know what's in it yet, and this is no way to run a country. Tim, we have millions of Americans who have elected representatives to represent them, and those members of Congress are not even allowed to be a part of this process is literally disenfranchising millions of Americans. And it's uh, it's yet another example of Speaker Pelosi's attitude to pass it to find out what's in it. And it's just totally unacceptable. Is that also the case with that? Uh, we keep hearing about a compromise on coronavirus stimulus legislation. The number that we keep hearing is nine hundred billion dollars. I mean, we got to pass that one to find out what's in it, too. We're, you know, we're getting a little bit of information uh, along the way on that one. It, it appears as though there's going to be somewhere in the ballpark of $600 sent out to uh, individuals. Uh, and, and this go-around, uh, we're hearing that the liability protection has been taken out uh, of, of that. But there again, we've not seen the text of the bill. We, we keep getting little tidbits of information that's being leaked out. But, um, you know, again, it's not enough for us, and we're not having the debates and the ability to work through the bill as a whole. I just um, – this kind of thing to me is what swamp spending is all about. It's not what America should be like. We have representatives to work through the process, and uh, I just greatly resent the way that this current leadership – handles uh, all of these big bills behind closed doors. Congressman Jody Heiss with us, 10th District Republican, ranking member of the House Oversight Committee, Oversight and Reform meetings this week, committee meetings this week, to talk about elections, specifically here in Georgia, I suppose elections in general. A quote, and this was a conversation you had a couple of days ago on uh, on Newsmax. Haven't heard anything from Brad Raffensperger, Secretary of State. We're basically asking him to come, have a briefing with members of the Oversight Committee. Uh, where does that stand? I can, first of all, do you have to ask or can you compel him to come and talk to you? Being in the minority, we cannot subpoena. We can just ask and encourage and do what we can to have a, uh, that discussion. And so far, we have not heard anything from him. Uh, but the bottom line, Tim, we just want to make sure there's going to be fair elections. We all are keenly aware of what happened in November and we don't want a repeat of that. And so our questions to the Secretary of State are, number one, explain what went wrong in November, uh, explain the 250-plus open cases of potential fraud that your office is looking into, and thirdly, and perhaps most importantly, what steps are being taken to ensure that the election come January 5th will be fair 
and only legal ballots cast, only legal ballots counted. And What's we your just concern? Want a fair election. What's your concern with the signature audits? I'm going to do one now in Cobb County. The University of Georgia going to assist with with a more statewide uh, signature audit. What exactly are we talking about here? My understanding is this: we're talking about the absentee ballots. Now I mail in. My absentee ballot, there are actually two envelopes. There's my ballot itself, and we don't want a signature on that because we want to preserve uh, my privacy, right? Don't want people knowing I voted for Congressman Heiss or whoever I voted for, so there's no signature there. The signature is on the outside envelope. My understanding is they separate the two, again, to preserve my privacy, the secret ballot, and when signatures are being matched, they're being matched with that outside envelope and the one that I have on file when I registered to vote or maybe a driver's license signature or some such. Well, that's the way it's supposed to happen. Keep in mind, Tim, the absentee ballots in Georgia are the only ballots that do not have voter ID, and that's wrong. Every ballot in this state ought to have a, a voter ID associated with it, and I think that will be corrected in the future. But right now, all we have is signature verification. And it is rather evident that the signatures are not being verified with the voter registration file. And if they are, they're being passed. I mean, they're they're not being scrutinized to the point that non-verified signatures are being thrown out. The national average for signatures uh, for ballots being cast out because of signature lack of verification is in the ballpark of 3 percent which is what we had two years ago in Georgia. Now we're at 0.3%. And yet our absentee ballots have gone through the roof to 1.3 million absentee ballots in November. And yet we're not, uh, just even the national average is not being thrown out because of lack of verification. That's very concerning. And we want to know why. Why? Uh, Because I have seen examples myself personally where a ballot was received and the signatures were nowhere near one another. I mean, they were obviously not the same signature. And we want to know why. Why is this happening? Why are ballots being sent when the signatures are not the same signatures? I don't understand that. And we want to know how frequently is that type of thing happening and why. So we need voter ID with absentee ballots in Georgia. And as I say, after this election, I imagine the legislature will deal with that problem. But in the meantime, the only um, safeguard we have really is verification of signatures. Uh, quick question. We're up against a break here, Congressman Jody Heiss. I'm remembering four years ago, uh, prominently John Lewis, the late John Lewis, did not attend Donald Trump's presidential inaugural, uh, considered President Trump illegitimately elected. You planning to go to Joe Biden's inauguration? Uh, We'll cross that bridge when we get there. I still want to make sure uh, who won, to be honest with you. You know, I want I want to get to listen. I'm going to support whoever the president is. I just want to make sure that the president is the is the president who is elected in the state of Georgia. And right now, the irregularities, the serious allegations of uh, inaccurate voting outcomes is still a question that I want to get to the bottom of. But You know, at the end of the day, whoever is president is going to be president, and I certainly will support that decision. But at this point, there's too many questions still remaining in the Georgia election, and I want to get to the bottom of it. All right, Congressman Jody Heiss, we'll leave it there. Merry Christmas. Talk to you soon. Thank you, Tim.